People who don't count, that is Xanti's Fire, <laughs> Tentacle Mafia. So, but you know what this is the most famous comic book podcast on the internet, Doom, with your host, Timmy Doom. Unfortunately, I'm joined by Trench Coat Mafia of Podcast X. Y'all need to go and listen to Podcast X. It's a little show, <laughs> a little, <laughs> that little show that could. Uh, okay. Well, Post your sub- sub- subscribers on your site then. <laughs> oh well, oh, because I don't know how to do that. Uh, you you got some kind of special program that you do that. Feedburner. And you're, what? 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 You, what? Feedburner is open source. It's free. You can do it too. Anyway, I see yours be fluctuating. <laughs> Why does it fluctuate? Why? It's always Why? done that. I don't know. Uh, like when it was up to 94 with your first show, the Lois Lane review and the Welcome Back Cotter review, it was all the way down to like 49. Wait, what you say? You saying my show was 49? The show I was on with you? Uh, or the first show was 94, but then people heard it. Okay, so, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I brought more people to Podcast X. Now, I just heard you on Geek Brunch. Didn't we review Minimum Wage? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Yep. Yeah, it only lasted nine issues. Uh, I think it was more than that. I got them all anyway in a book form. But, uh, that course- used to- to Overstreet only nine, but oh. yeah, they were collected. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know how many. I thought it was more than that. That was an old ass geek brunch. Anyway, <laughs> to catch up with the times, it we are reviewing. What's the name of this damn thing? Paying for it by. I would catch up faster if all their shows weren't like three hours long. That's a show that you gotta get into. It's a family show, meaning I don't. Know, it's a group of friends. Why does Mike curse all the time in in it? Then is it was a family show. No, I meant a family of comic book fans who know each other, and they listen to it. Everybody listen to it to keep up with their lives. You know, New Mutants, Derek Coward, Mike. Nobody ever comments on Geek Brunch on their, their site anyway. They do it on Facebook, so get Facebook. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
Get with the times again. Get with the times. Okay, okay. What's this thing? Paying for it and what? I'm trying to remember this guy's name. I'm just afraid to go back to the beginning because I might not be able to find uh, my page. Uh, Brown. Chester, Chester Brown. Yes, Chester Brown. I meant to try to look at some more of his comics before I reviewed this, but oh, too late. Uh, he had one really good comic called The Yummy Fur. Okay, I go. So you're saying it's really good? Did it have pedophilia and murder? No, it would have been better if it did. It, the only offensive thing was it had like Jesus in it, and who wants to read about that? So he is a believer. I don't know. He adapted the Gospels in the comic. Okay. Well, what's wrong with that? It's just, I mean, y'all don't have a problem with people telling the mythologies of Zeus or or whatever, you know, Hishnu, Vishnu, but people complain when they put the Bible. It's, you know, it's just, you can see his Well, Zeus is cool. <laughs> you don't think any of the stories in the Bible are interesting? Uh, not really. That's messed up. Anyway, going back to those are exciting stories. Revelations is cool because it's about the Antichrist and stuff. Okay, getting back. Go Satan. Um, I'm pray over the show. Grace, <laughs> be with me. All right. Yeah, paying for it. This is a uh, this guy Chester Brown. He's a comic book artist. Uh, in the late 90s, he started seeing prostitutes. He decided he didn't want to get involved in romantic relationships anymore. And he said, well, you know what? Why can't I just see prostitutes for sex? He said, the only reason I got relationships is because I wanted sex. So why don't I just pay for the sex once in a while? Well, that makes sense. Life. Uh, yeah that's why his ass is so messed up (laughs) anyway well in the book he doesn't seem messed up but he's a weird looking dude to me (laughs) I'm like damn he reminds me of James riding on his bike okay he's wearing a big ass coat riding on his bike just like JD one of my co-hosts on this show uh, or former co-hosts I'm not going to have JD on anymore he annoys me Anyway, this guy... It, it can't do any worse than the last JD episode. <laughs> yes, that was... So you agreed that that was one of the worst shows? I told you to take it down, like, right after I listened to it. <laughs> or are I'm you just saying... Next. Are you saying that just because I told you I was going to call it the worst show? Uh, and I what titled it... was... You felt it was the worst? No, you just saying that because I said it's, I call it the worst show. It was as bad as like you listening to to, to a Turkey episode of Podcast X. Oh my god! I'm gonna take. Let me take that down. <laughs> anyway, before anyway, this guy Chester Brown wants to see prostitutes, and that's all this is uh, about. This comic book. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done it, but I, I'm skipping. We skipped the first time he uh, fucked a whore. Meanwhile, we see he's still living with his ex-girlfriend. And I guess she's not fucking him anymore. So it's all her fault. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you called her a bitch, but I don't... She didn't do nothing bitchy. They they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Then she broke up with him. Because look at him. This dude is weird looking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's he's totally what you call it non 
uh, you know he's not uh, what you call, call it intimate, or he's not very sociable. He's like a alien in my in the way I'm looking at him. He said, but she broke up with him and she got a new boyfriend, but he stayed in the house and they stayed roommates. And he claimed he told his friends that he liked it better this way. Now, uh, what you think of that conversation before this chapter that we're on? Where he was having with his friends, where they saying, "Why don't you get a girlfriend?" And they did, and he was like, "I don't need that. I can just." He doesn't want the hassles. But they kept bugging him, saying, "They when his one friend kept bugging him to keep trying to fuck his girl, go back to your girlfriend, man." When she broke up with her boyfriend, he said, "Okay, it's time for you to move back in to her." Okay, but he said, "No, I don't want to." And he saw a hooker. Uh. Yeah, and I missed the the first one, but yeah, okay. So now we're on a page where he had sex with the first hooker, and he told his ex girlfriend, his roommate, and she said, "What was it like?" And he said, "It was great. She was really nice. It was great." And this lady, I mean, the girlfriend said, "Did you use a condom?" Now he's very open with this girl about what he, what uh, he was doing with the hooker. I wouldn't have told nobody, but he wants to tell everybody, and. uh she says, oh, just don't bring her over here, please. <laughs> don't bring the girls back. Which, why would he do that? So they can have a threesome. <laughs> do you think the way this girlfriend is drawn, that she was hot? I think she's Asian. She's got pony. Uh, <laughs> or you- not really. <laughs> I don't like that pony, that Mexican ponytail look or pigtail look that she's got going on. She, she's, <laughs> she looked Mexican. She got pigtails. And he's saying, yes, the girl was nice. And she's like, uh, she just don't want him to bring them over. But she says, hey, thank you. for Thank you. Now tell me more details. Like what woman would ask about detail? I don't believe this woman asked details about him fucking a whore. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't think they would do that. And then he told his other friend. he She know, was probably be like ew gross i don't want to know anything exactly i I don't know no woman who's asked that i think he might be piper bowling that in his he might he might have put that in this comic book but i don't know if it happened and then he goes out with his friends who one of his friends look really weird and i wanted to ask you about the why this whole comic he's has most of the comics i mean most of it Except the conversation with his girlfriends, most of them are faraway shots where everybody's far away. You don't see their face. You don't see the emotions on their face. Uh, you know, whether he's having... And he doesn't, he doesn't show, show any of the hooker's faces. Right. The word bubbles cover the, the hooker's face or their the back of their heads we see. And his friends here, they, he showed their friends' faces, but his friends... Um, they're far, still far away. Everybody's far away. It's like you're, we're watching from across the room, which I think is a weird way to do it. And there are small panels. I like it, but uh, it's still weird. It's not intimate. It's, none of it is intimate the way he draws it. But uh, one of his his friend is jealous because he has sex, and he's thinking that. You know, his friend was saying, I'm the first one. I'm the next one who had, should have had sex. You had your girlfriend. You broke up with her. And I still haven't had sex. <laughs> and he said, you cheated. And he, <laughs> and he said, it's not like I butted in hot line ahead of you. And he says, it is like that. He said, I didn't butt in front of you. I left the line you're in. 
the free sex line and I walked over to the paying for sex line, you could you could walk over to the paying for sex line too. It moves a lot faster. So <laughs> he's got a point. But his friend says uh, it's a disease factory, or he's scared of it. And he's I use a condom, which uh, I don't know. I don't, that won't protect you from crabs, will it? <laughs> I like that. Seth here says plus he's too cheap. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true too. And then his friend said, "What about love?" And Chester saying, "I don't care about love, but it's so cold and clinical for pay for sex." Which I guess these are the things that people are concerned about. Uh, okay, so that's Joe. Now, do you know? Are you familiar with Seth? Are they, you know? I wonder if they're comic artists. I think Seth, uh, Seth is. Who's the other guy? I think he is too. Joe, but I don't know his last. Joe Matt. Yeah, that's not Joe uh, Matt, is it? That motherfucker. Um, which I forgot the name of Joe Matt's comic. <laughs> That's not him, is he? That but that can't uh, that might be is drawn like him, but I don't. He, I thought he would be more asshole. It probably is him. Is he from Canada, Joe Matt? Uh, I don't know. Because this is a Canadian, stay in the Canadian city. This this takes place in Montreal. So and then he, uh, they they talk. <laughs> he and Seth walk off away from Joe, and they talk about. Uh, I think they're talking about Joe talking shit about Joe. But he's but he's telling Seth, "Don't feel sad for me because I'm using a hooker. I feel great." And you say you don't, and that's that's the other point I forgot. His friends, you don't see it as sad for the girl. One, <laughs> what are you talking about, Transcom Mafia? If these women had to do this, if they felt they got to have that sex with strangers for money, per, per, they're well paid. They feel like whores. They are whores. Um, they feel like less than because I imagine that in yeah, some of these instances in here, you're like, damn. Like when I don't know if I put it on there as the chapters that we're going to review, but one of the chapters, the girl, <laughs> he actually, I think I did put it in there. I guess we'll talk about it. But one of the girls act like she didn't want to fuck him. Okay, so and but imagine you and she was in a room full of girls, and the madam said, "Go fuck him." <laughs> I'm like, okay, that. That's her job. That's well, that, it, well, it's illegal. Even in Canada, it's illegal. So you know something's wrong with it. Okay. Well, it shouldn't be illegal. But he likes it, likens it to illustrators. He said, okay, some illustrators hate illustration, but there are illustrators who like the work. Yes, some prostitutes hate being prostitutes, but I'm sure that some of them like it. That's a rationalization. <laughs> uh-uh. Well, I'm sure some of them like it too. Uh, they like the money. Yeah, I guess that's all they like. Okay, so I guess we we skip to uh, chapter three, eighty four on the if you're going by, but on the bottom of the page is sixty nine. Oh, sixty nine. Get it? You know, yeah. on the handwritten page, sixty nine. Uh, Angelina. <laughs> He said, uh, he looking in the paper because I guess he he's budgeted out so three he does it three or four times a year at the um, and he got it all budgeted out so every few months he does it. Or he says, Here's an ad for a girl, Tina, 19, then busty, very pretty. Okay, uh, he's 38, he's trying to fuck a 19 year old. What's wrong with that? <laughs> he looks like it's a deal. She's legal. 
<laughs> but check this out. <laughs> it's usually like 120, you know, something for for uh, for a half hour, 120, and then I think like 180 or something for an hour or something. But he, but this girl wants eighty dollars for a half hour, and he said, "Dad, that's a lot less than 120." Okay, let's say this, kids. You get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Okay, and he went in another day. Um, on Monday, he went in, and she says, "Hi, come in." And he says, "She look." He sees the girl. He's thinking she looks, and he's grossed out because she. He's thinking she looks like she's in her thirties. <laughs> she's not thin, not busty, and not pretty. Damn, dude. <laughs> but she must. I want to see some of these girls, but fuck it. He won't show none of their faces, even though. When he draws them, I don't I doubt anybody's gonna be able to recognize them for right. He must not show their faces out of see a more sexist or more other reasons why he don't see them as humans. That's why he doesn't show their faces. Look see look how he treats these women even in the comic book. Where they're they're not really human, they're just bitches. <sighs> she is fat. <laughs> she cause I noticed that when I saw I said, wait a minute, she is fatter than the other girls. And she said, he, he says, she told him to sit down on the bed. And he said, she said, you're not a cop, are you? Like, he's going to tell you if he is. And look, at him, he's skinny. He's emaciated. He looks like a... And um, she waddles into the bathroom. <laughs> he does not look like a cop. That looks at his skinny-ass arm, his hand compared to hers. But anyway, he gives her the money. And she... <laughs> I like how she closed the door and says, shut. It's like, it's like he, she's shutting him out. I like how. Anyway, he said, "He said what? Uh, he said why? Well, I cared if I hurt her feelings. I didn't want to fuck her. I don't want to fuck her." He's thinking this to himself. I can't have sex with her. She's not at all sexually attractive to me. I shouldn't have come in. Wait a minute. Unless you're ultra disgusting, like the big fat mom from Honey Boo Boo, <laughs> you should. This woman, she's not that big. She looked like she may be a hundred and sixty. Okay. Oh. Who uh, was the, the girl who played Precious? No. Nope. I asked you this before. Has she exploded yet? No, she's not going to explode. She's a human being. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a bomb. She's not a cartoon. I'm a Jerry cartoon. When you get overweight, you don't blow up. Okay? <laughs> Even though it's not good for your health or whatever. But he said, I just can't. She said, sorry for the weight. She came in. Wait a minute. She didn't change. What, the, what did she take a shit? But she, she she walked back in and he said, uh, look, I can't go through with this. Damn, that's insulting and like a mother. He throws up on her. <laughs> he didn't throw up at uh, audience. He <laughs> said, you, you keep the money. I just don't want to stay. Damn, he said, fuck it, keep the 80 bucks. <laughs> I ain't getting my money. I'm like, is she? For 80 bucks, he may as well have fucked her. Yeah, and uh, wouldn't you fuck a girl who like, oh, look at her, whatever you imagine her weight to be, that she's not as big as uh, Precious. So. <laughs> She's like 180, 60. She must be really fucking ugly. She said, if you're not staying, you can have the money back. Yeah, I would take that fucking money back. <laughs> he said, but please stay. Before he could say that, he walks into, I don't know what, what door he walked in, but he walks out of the room and there's a whole bunch of people there that weren't there before. <laughs> he said, I'm good. You enjoy me. Me love you long time. <laughs> and he picks the one with the biggest tits. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of women in it. Yeah, there's a woman. There's a woman out there. It doesn't show them, but you would take it. There's a madam out there, and she says, "Don't be afraid. We're just women. Come out here." And fat girl said, "No, don't go." 
<laughs> wait, she, wait, she still got the money, so why is she begging him? <laughs> but she says, please, I'm good. Come back with me. But, okay, I would take that fat girl because she's really, you know, she's really eager to please. Okay. And he's, like, ignoring her. He's like, can I pick any one of you? Well, go ahead. Yeah, for all he knows, she could give a great blowjob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if nothing else. I say I don't like his sexual taste. I mean, not his sexual taste, but what he go. He comes real quick, which I'm upset that I know this dude's. Uh, <laughs> 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 and he always has to slow it down. It's like, dude, I just want to bust my nuts. I don't care if it's eighty bucks. Just bust your bust your nut. But he said, four of the, four of these women out here are attractive, but two of them are really good looking. I'm like, yeah. How many women are out there? The fat one is trying to grab at him. <laughs> he said, oh, okay, you. And she and he's like, the woman. She's like, me? He's like, she looks uncomfortable. I'm getting the impression she doesn't didn't want to be chosen. Yeah, because he's one creepy looking motherfucker. Okay? <laughs> and look at the madam's old hand. He said, he said, yeah, but if you don't want to fuck me, and, she, and the old woman, the madam was like, go with him. She didn't say it, but she gestured. And the girl, if you're not a hooker, I mean, if you are a hooker, why don't you just why is she, how could you be a hooker and not want to hook or not expect to fuck anybody? Uh, she probably thinks, uh, ew, he's old. Yeah, and he, uh, well, he's 38. That's not that old. Uh, I'm trying to say that because I'm 40. <laughs> but, he, but yeah, he said, he would keep saying, uh, if you'd rather not, I could pick one of the other girls. But it cu- turns out later in another later chapter, he finds out, because he goes to her again later on, that she can't speak English. She doesn't speak. <laughs> so that, I'm like, damn. So, you know. That's the perfect girl then. I wonder if she would have turned around if, he, if she could speak English. She said, okay, I'm not comfortable. But that matter probably would have jacked her ass up. And uh, he keeps explaining to her that he doesn't want to fuck her. I mean, not that he wants to fuck her, but that she doesn't want to fuck him. She don't have to. And she said, it's okay. And she, he said, what a beautiful woman. Smooth face, smooth skin, huge breasts, thin waist. Just like It's like the ad was a description of her, not Tina. Because yeah, the other girl fat, but she gave a wrong description, like just like Facebook and all those dating. But sites. her legs are thick and cellulite. Uh, does that matter to you, Trenchcoat? That's not a positive. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if it's not that, I mean, look, look at her big breasts, <laughs> and he's fucking her. He said, "I wonder if she's going to take off the bra." And she doesn't, and he <laughs> he said, "It's difficult fucking her. She's really dry." And, and he's asking her if she got any lubricant, but she don't speak English. So, and he look how she's laying there. And I was like, see, if you had got the fat girl, she would have fucked him, fucked you real well. And he's got this this girl uh, who she's she's beautiful, but she's not into it. And uh, she at the end, I guess she likes him because he said, "My name's Angelina." And he said, "Steve, Stevie." <laughs> like, bitch, don't call me Stevie. And uh, on another day, chapter four, he goes to Anne. Okay, I don't know why. I gotta. I'm trying to. <laughs> she's <laughs> trying to remember what this one was about because they all run into each other. All these hookers. He saw. She's really cute. She's so tiny, but she she could be 18, but she could also be younger. It's hard to tell. And see, okay, see, at this point, if you don't know if she looks like she could be 18 but might be younger, you turn around. Because it might be a 16-year-old girl. It could be a 15-year-old girl. It could be 17. And just go because 
better safe than sorry. Get a woman who's in her late twenties and looks it, and you know why? Because he could be uh, contributing to a the you know a minor being fucked up. I mean, you, he's thirty eight. He shouldn't be a seventeen or sixteen year old shouldn't be a hooker. Eighteen year old should be a hooker. Jerry Foster was in Taxi Driver, and she was like twelve. Uh, that was just a movie. This is based on a real life story. Uh, <laughs> and she's wearing a see through nighty, which is kind of nice. But anyway. <laughs> she's only 17. She's really sort of cute. She's working in the street. She's a teenage prostitute. Wendy? Yeah. March 2000. Then look at his fucking nasty-ass apartment. You bastard. <laughs> okay, then he make appointments. Oh, this is the bitch who, he's at the corner at 342 when he's supposed to meet her. I don't know, probably around then. Around 3.30. No, at 3 o'clock, but he's still waiting on that 342. He said, this is Chester. We had an appointment to meet at 3. Okay, I'm sorry, something came up. I'll be there in 10 minutes. He said, okay, I've been here a long time. He's just waiting. <laughs> There's some guys watching him. And then Wendy finally comes all late and shit. And he said, oh, she's a bat tat, bit on the chubby side, bad teeth. Not ugly, not really good. <laughs> well, wait, wait. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, it doesn't matter that he's ugly. He should get what he pays for. Do you agree? 
the bitch has a responsibility to be hot. She's charging people for sex. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Just like I guess a model or an actress who keeps her weight down and you know does stuff to her to her face and hair. Yeah, I guess she should look good. She said, "I'm sorry for being late. I was having problems with my landlord, bitch." <laughs> Be on time, then you got a fucking job. See, this is how the people, how you don't get paid. He gives her the money straight up before they even, even go. And he says, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> he didn't say uh, all that shit, but he should. And he says, "Then she uh, has this whole thing where she wants him to, she wants to go pay for the room, then come to the side door." And he's he's looking leery about it, so she says, "Okay, why don't you just come with me and they go get the room together." And they go fuck. They go up in the roots cowboy boots on. Okay. And uh she said, Oh, she got you got condoms? She's he says, uh oh, she says, I forgot to bring condoms. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> Even though shouldn't he bring condoms also as a client? Even uh you would think so. They both should neither one of them. But she said, Look, there's a drugstore just up the street. I go back. I go over and be right back. He's like, You're going to buy condoms? She said, you can come with me if you want. Okay, that's too much. <laughs> that is too much. And he said, this is turning into a bit of a hassle. I think I'm just going home. She said, really? it won't take long. No, I, I think I lost interest. <laughs> he said, okay, that's bad customer service right there. And he, uh, I think he lets her keep the money. Yeah, actually, she don't even say, she don't even say, let me give you back the money. Did she, she, of course not. <laughs> she said, Look, give me a call in a few days. I owe you one. He said, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, "No, wait a minute. First of all, you should give the money back, and you see, he should get a discount on the next fuck." And he's thinking, "At least I can write a bad review about her on the website for hookers." <laughs> yes, there's a website where they call turbid that they uh rate rate hookers on, and uh, some of them know that exist. So he tells us, "Chapter 13." Diane, that's on one twenty-seven on the page. That's on the written, the handwritten page is one twenty-seven. It's May twenty-fifth, two thousand. He goes and sees uh, Diane, she's, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Chester," and she's like, "Hi, I'm uh uh," and he has to remind her she's calling herself Diane. <laughs> well, I mean, you wouldn't expect people to use their real names. He's like, is she on drugs? She seems kind of out of it. Yeah, this bitch is crazy, too. And she's like, I, I'm sorry. I They're on the bed talking. She said, I can't. I don't. I can't find my panties. I had them before the last guy who was here. Okay, first of all, I don't want to hear about the last guy. <laughs> I'm going sloppy train behind somebody. <laughs> he said, but after he left, I couldn't. They, I don't know where they are. And he said, maybe, maybe the guy stole them. Who? The last guy who was here, he stole my panties. Bitch, get with it. Okay. He said, She's on drugs. That, that high bitch, she probably got high with the last client. He says, It wouldn't surprise me if he stole them. I hear there are lots of panty fetishes out there. You you probably one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts the- this is the chick that has a hairy mole. Okay. You t- which is gross. And he says, Why doesn't she cut those hairs? The mole by itself wouldn't be bad. But all that hair is a turnoff. Somehow, I've got an erection anyway. You know how? Because you're a man. <laughs> and we see a, a hot pussy. You don't care about a hairy-ass mo. 
even though yeah, I was telling you, I don't see why a whole a mole is disgusting, but you were like, no, it's a hairy mole, which yeah, that is nasty. <laughs> Hair on top. But you said um you read the, the appendix in the back and it's Yeah. He says she didn't really have a mole. There was something else wrong with her, but he wouldn't say what. Okay, I <laughs> this got all kinds of shit going in my head what it could be. Is he? Is there way worse than a hairy mole, or just as bad as a hairy mole? Because uh, she probably had a smell pussy, <laughs> or yeah, because she had just fucked somebody else, so it had to be something else. It had to be the pussy was loose and smelly, or something, Ugh. or maybe something that got <laughs> left something behind on her. <laughs> okay, I would say okay, it's over, but no, he's still fucking her. He she's like, are you ready? It looks like you're. You know, hard. Like, bitch, what's your... And he, yeah, he, he said, is there something wrong? Do you have a condom? Oh, yeah, yeah, hold on. So he, he, he didn't even have a condom. Motherfucker, irresponsible. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, if she doesn't have guys use condoms herself, who knows what kind of diseases she has. That's true, because she probably wouldn't be if he got a reminder, if, she, if she's high, that's why she probably was high on the last guy. I forgot to, uh, and, and if what she had was hurt worse than a hairy mold, then it was probably something nasty. She, uh, what a nasty fucking dick. <laughs> she probably had to get high to fuck these guys. And in that case, you should not be a hooker. I wonder what's going on with that lady right now to this day. I wonder what, how, how, how she turned. She probably died of AIDS. It's July twenty second. Oh, pay, uh, chapter fifteen, Jolene. It's I guess it'll be the last one that we, because we've been going forty minutes. Uh, okay, Jolene, July twenty, July second, two thousand. <laughs> He's getting his dick sucked by I guess Jolene. He said, "This is the best blowjob of my life." <laughs> this girl was kind of silent and sullen before we got undressed, but now she's going wild. This is crazy intense. God, she's good. She's not stopping. He said, "This is you know, this motherfucker. This is she's amazing." But I only paid for a half hour session, and I want more than oral sex. Motherfucker, it's a half hour. Why you got to try to? He said I, he pulled his penis out of her mouth and knelt on and knelt on the bed, hoping to indicate that I wanted to fuck. She must not speak English. Okay, and the girl got on the bed and. Now, this is what she, he said. As my penis entered her, she raised her hands up. He's like, what is she doing? She's deliberately placing her hair over her face. Then she's ashamed. She doesn't want me to be able to see her face while I'm screwing her. She should be ashamed. She's a filthy whore. What a contrast. She was so energetic while sucking my cock. But now it's like she's dead. Okay, that's the worst kind of fucking pussy. The worst kind of fuck to have is a girl laying there like a dead fish. And look at how he's drawing her legs splayed, just wriggling. <laughs> I feel bad for her, but not so bad that I'm giving her a tip. Okay, you don't got no heart. What about it's not so bad that you don't fuck her anymore? Just stop fucking, give her a little bit, of, give her some money, and bounce. <laughs> Instead, I'll just make an effort to come as quickly as I can. Uh, I'll have to give her a bad review on Turb, the website. I guess she was trying hard to get me to come during the blowjob. So that I wouldn't fuck her, which I, if I was a woman, I wouldn't want you and me. <laughs> and, uh, 
I guess that, that's, I guess the, that was the last interesting chapter I found before other ones. Maybe we could review. But okay, uh, <laughs> and later on in the comic, he could tell you he don't want a romantic relationship. But in the last hooker he has in the comic, he say he stopped. He was with her for six years, but not as a hooker. He didn't say whether he he said I was in a monogamous whatever relationship with the last hooker for six years. So what he's saying, he. He only went to her as a hooker and saw a, a one woman in relationship and paid her, or did were they boyfriend girlfriend? That's what I don't get. That's what I don't understand. And he never says. I don't I, know. I think this guy is kind of pathetic. Why? Because he goes to hookers. Yeah, and he said that he had an empty feeling in the in the chapter seventeen or sixteen, like the one after. The one we just did on page 140, he's like, I'm getting that empty feeling again. Like after he sees a girl so many times, he gets the empty feeling. It's like, man, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> What's your assessment of this comic book? So, uh, you read the whole thing anyway, so what's your assessment of the comic book? I give it a four. Out of ten or five? Out of ten. Why such a low score? Because it's just about him fucking whores. So what? <laughs> There's no plot, nothing. No story. With just one bitch after another. You're, I, I find it interesting because I want to see what everyday John is like. What's it like being who is who's the type of person who goes to see hookers? What's it like when you see them? Uh, Apparently and, bad. <laughs> no, didn't he have a lot of good? He had a lot of good uh, sexual encounters with a bunch of them. And he, that he well, said it was, with this one in chapter 17, he's thinking unfriendly, not very pretty, no blowjob, no tip for this one. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, her heart is in that sugar. <laughs> He's, you know, I gotta maybe I gotta stand up and go against prostitution. I mean, morally, because you know, you know, these girls ain't happy doing that. And that they're happy because they get paid for it. No, but that money can't buy you love. Money can't buy you love <laughs> or happiness. It can't buy you happiness either. <sighs> it's a fact. I thought so, yes. You, They're you, mafia do his silence is saying gonna have sex anyway, they may as well get paid for it. What about uh being in a relationship, those girls and Who needs that? Anyway. So I guess do the whole comic I guess I give it because it was interesting a seven because of the int- I was interested and I like the art. It's simple art. I like the simplistic Lines, simple lines, and I find it interesting that. Would you have given it a higher score if he showed the hookers? Maybe, yeah, maybe. And he drew, and he got detail on the faces, really detailed <laughs> on the hookers' faces. Then, yeah, I probably would. I'm like, yeah, let me see. She's hot. Okay, okay, she is ugly. She's busted. But, but I, see, but I don't like this motherfucker who looks like a uh, super villain. Like, <laughs> He did like Dr. Savannah 
from Shazam, and he's up there criticizing these girls, saying they're ugly and shit. <laughs> no. Can you imagine a comic about Dr. Savannah hiring hookers? He probably does. <laughs> okay. As a matter of fact, somebody like just like who looked just like Chester over here is probably was the inspiration for Dr. Savannah, and that real life inspiration probably saw hookers in real life because it's the world's profession. Okay, yeah, probably a lot of comic book writers did too. But anyway, <laughs> Chester ain't the only one. Okay, oh, so that has been Doom's review of Pain for it. At least, you know, some chapter halfway through the book, the first half of the book, maybe we'll come back and review it some more. Because I found it interesting, even though Trinco Mafia didn't. Okay, I know you had to find some parts in here interesting. Not really. That sucks. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I don't believe Trenchco Mafia. I believe some of the hookers. He was like really interested in what they were talking about, what they were doing. Uh the biggest problem with this comic is there was no plot whatsoever. Why have you got to have a fucking? Wait a minute. You're the one who says everything doesn't have a have a plot, right? Or are you one of those people who need a need a plot? Or could a non-linear story be told where it's just things happening, interesting shit happening? Fuck. Well, all this comic was was this guy fucking one bitch after another. The end. I'm like, and? Uh, he fucked a, a girl who might have been younger than 18. <laughs> uh... Hey, wait a minute. We just got done talking about uh, Henry portrait of a serial killer that and you love that fucking disgusting movie even though that wasn't having a plot either it was just them going out murdering people having beer sitting at the house drinking yeah but he killed people so there was action in the movie yes but those people were innocent people and it should turn anybody's stomach to watch those scenes <laughs> as a matter of fact he was just like fucking Alex in Clockwork Orange. Oh, Clockwork Orange was great. Don't tell me you didn't like that movie. Yeah, because there was something, there was a plot going on. There was a message in the story about brainwashing somebody to, to fit in with society. Henry, the serial killer. And the message was brainwashing for that purpose or any purpose is bad. No, actually, it should be good um, because. <laughs> because you should do what the Mr. What's that dude? Mr. Light, Dr. Light from the greatest DC <laughs> comic story ever told, Identity Crisis. If somebody is a rapist or a murderer. That was a horrible miniseries. <laughs> I just read a back issue where Greg Melser was talking about his inspiration. The only good part was Sue dying. Wait, Sue didn't? Oh, she did. Uh, why? You didn't like Sue, didn't you? Good for Gene Loring. Fuck you. Just to- 